everybody. Welcome to another episode of GPRO Podcast with your host, Jun. And I have a very special guest next to me. It's uh, Atis, Atis Plaudins. How are you doing? Hey, Jun. I'm doing great. How are you? Yeah, good, good, good. So uh, we're recording this on a Saturday. How hot is it over at yours, at Latvia right now? Um, sorry, what was the question? I said, how, how, how hot is it? What, what's the weather like? Um, it's actually not hot right now. It uh, got a bit, a bit gloomier basically now in the afternoon. So it's raining actually right now. Because I, oh, right. I was actually plan- I was planning to stay outside for the call, but um, it's, it's actually now not, not too pleasant. But it was actually rather, rather hot the previous days. So now, now it seems like a bit more rainy, rainy season ahead for a few days. Um, oh man, yeah, it's but, really, really hot here in the UK at the moment. So I'm like, I'm like drenching in sweat at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully, hopefully it gets a little bit cooler uh, as, as, as time goes. Go, go. What's the temperature actually there right now? Um, at the moment, if I look at my phone, it is. Oh, it's only eight. That's, that's in the morning. Um, I think about like 22, 23 degrees. That's what it's usually at. Yeah, 22 degrees. So, mm-hmm. well, so yeah, it's, it's actually quite similar to what we had the previous day. Yeah. Just now, it's, it's a bit We're not used to it. Any, anything, above, anything above like 15 degrees and it's, it, gets, <laughs> it gets too much for us. You know, it, it gets insane. But uh, yeah, for everyone who don't know you, Atis, why don't you just introduce yourself a little bit, you know, let's, let's know what you do and that kind of stuff. Um, well, uh, obviously, uh, well, as you said, I'm Atis, I'm from Riga, Latvia. Um, obviously, I play GP Row. I'm part of Tiger Racing and uh, I've been playing the game, uh, I think, since 2007 or so, basically, for uh, close to 14 years already. Um, I think I joined in season five. Hmm. And... Um, it's been yeah, it's been quite a while. That has flew by quite quickly. Um, outside of GPRO, I'm uh, I'm actually working quite a lot. I'm a financial auditor for one of the big four uh, uh, companies. So for most of the year, I'm actually working a lot of overtime, mm-hmm. um, and just the summer period is more a relaxed one. So uh, yeah, I guess. I guess that's uh, that's that's more more or less it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair enough. I mean, a brief uh, introduction. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. All introductions are all different, and financial auditor. For you, I mean, it sounds pretty intense. It's it's nice to have a, a like a little like a down period, especially during summer. Obviously, when summer, everyone wants to like go on holiday and you know relax. So it's ideal that your kind of you know not busy period is between summer, which is actually. Yeah, pretty good. Sure. <laughs> but okay, the, the, those who you know really like skiing to go do, go to some uh, ski resorts during the winter, uh, those those of my colleagues are struggling a bit with it since they're mm-hmm. always kind of rumbling around. It's like, ah, I want to go ski, I want to relax. <laughs> uh, but I'm I'm really I'm more of a summer person. I, I just prefer go to the beach, go for a swim. So yeah, from that perspective, it works better for me for sure. Fair play, yeah. So, obviously, obviously, you know, we both know each other because of GPRO. So, um, how did how did you find the game? Like, where did you where did you see this, and why did you want to join? Um, it it I actually didn't find it myself. I I remember um, 
Well, um, I I have been a, a, almost a lifelong Formula One fan, and uh, I was playing the F1 Challenge in 1902 uh, computer game. Basically, we had the online championship um, basically locally here in Latvia. We, 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 there was this, I think a group, okay, the number of people fluctuated. It was starting from 10 at some points, it was something around 15, 16. So we had basically a, a small community where we, we played out these championships. And then one of the other players actually found the game and uh, sent the link and said, hey, this looks like fun, you should try it out. Uh -huh. And I remember I, it took me a while. I remember it was summer and uh, I kind of took a look at it and I thought, mm, could be interesting, but it probably requires a lot of time. And uh, I, I think it took me a couple of weeks before I actually tried it out. But the moment I registered, I remember, I, I think I spent a couple of days really just reading through the rules, reading through the forums, um, just trying to catch up with, them, with everything. And um, I got really hooked uh, early on. Um, I mean, how, how did how the did moment you... I started? Yeah. <laughs> well, how did you find the game initially? Um, obviously, when you. Um, you know, I, I found it uh, quite challenging. I remember from the perspective that uh, it was good that uh, I had this this guy who sent me the link. He he already had found out some some tips and tricks here and there and uh, he said that well that you need to be really careful with your finances because well the first thing you know when i started i also thought well, i should just probably upgrade my car level one what even is that <laughs> i should probably just upgrade straight away yeah and uh, it was good that uh, he actually tipped me off that you probably shouldn't do it and um, should wait until the parts are worn to repl replace them because well, that was actually one of the appeals for sure. The, the, the this this challenge, um, the challenge and the complexity that it's it's not. Uh, it, it, I, at least at, at the time, I thought that it it is more more challenging than most of the other games out there, and I, I like the challenge also of you know finding out how how the setup works, uh, which which driver skills will affect my pace and how and when and uh, well everything all, all those bits it, it was really really interesting also and of course since i was following formula one quite closely it was also um, um uh, it was sort of an additional factor why i why i found it uh, hmm. really fun actually and you know well um i have to say that usually from from some game perspective i've always preferred some strategic games or some some planning game you know games that involve planning so uh, um it was really sort of a game right that was right for me hmm. um so yeah i found it really fun straight away <laughs> and yeah. uh, I, I think i spent mm, hard to say how many hours but plenty of time in the initial initial uh, years i think for the first three years or something I, I whenever i was at my computer i had gpro on i think <laughs> um i pretty pretty much like that yeah <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i think when i first started yeah i was pretty much the same as you just constantly on gpro trying to find out you know certain things and you know making sure like my strategy is 100 perfect and yeah <laughs> right. it's just it's just absolutely crazy um but was um so 
obviously you 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 um you joined I, I can't I can't remember what season you joined in that but um season five I think but then yeah and, and then obviously you kind of went up the rankings pretty quickly um you know when you started in rookie and then you went up to uh, amateur then master then to elite how easy did you feel the game was as you were progressing through those stages um you know back back then um the structure was still a, a bit different. I remember that amateur was uh, actually really tough uh, mm. because there were there was no pro level. So basically, there were some managers. I, 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 I actually, you know, now now I'm. I remember uh, I didn't even do my full first rookie season, and uh, I'm not sure why I decided to promote straight away because I didn't have um, you know that many many accumulated funds and I didn't even do a full season hmm. and I promoted to amateur and there were those guys who had just relegated from master they had level eight level nine cars I remember and uh, <laughs> you know it, it really felt like I was in a totally different league um, and uh, I, I remember it was really tough I got uh, at the time I thought that I got a perfect driver well obviously later on I learned that uh, he was far from perfect, but uh, I remember that I actually only retained because of a win I got in Monaco where it was raining. Um, oh, okay. Because my driver had, uh, had a lot of talent and uh, also also some, some other skills that were useful for that race. And uh, apart from that, I was struggling all season long. I'm not sure whether I was, I think I was out of top 20 for most of the time. So I, I found it really, really challenging. And I think at around that time, uh, around seasons, probably it was season six or season seven, um, there were some changes made uh, in respect of the aggressiveness skill of the drivers that um, I, I don't remember actually how it worked up until then, but uh, it was changed a bit so that it, uh, you know, the effect became more positive, I think. Okay. And. Uh, I remember I, I sort of picked up on it and I think my next driver, I, I picked one with that, that had actually had a bit of aggressiveness and, uh, you know, somehow starting from there on, it, it got, uh, it seemed a bit easier already because from, I spent basically two seasons in amateur with the first driver and then I got the other one and then I was actually already, you know, I, I could, could manage to get some decent results already mm. by then. And yeah, um, from then on, it's, it seemed a bit easier easier already. And you know, when I when I reached master, I already joined Tiger Racing, so got yes. some tips from uh, <laughs> from the top guys and uh, girls. And uh, then on, it it was it got it got even easier. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I was gonna I was gonna get to that. So basically, yes, you joined a Latvian team, obviously, when you first started. Um, well, I, was, I actually established it. Um, oh, you established it. Okay. Leader then. Yeah. Oh, fair. And uh, you obviously had a few a few players that that managed that you managed to get. And then obviously in season thirteen, you moved to the uh, illustrious, well-established Tiger Racing. How did the how how did how did that go come about? Did they uh, did they approach you, or did you give did you like apply for the team? Or? Um, I think both. I think I applied, but uh, basically before uh, 
before applying, I, I had some uh, exchange of messages uh, with uh, one of the original members. Um, it was uh, sort of Lyle Danex Brital. So uh, <laughs> uh, basically, I guess it was two of them. Um, so yeah, we just exchanged a couple of messages. Then I applied and uh, yeah, got in. <laughs> I, I think, uh, you know, I remember they said that it was a close call and I'm not sure if they remember correctly. I think I wasn't the only one joining the team or was it, uh, there was a girl from Finland as well, who I think joined either, either at the same time as I did or closely afterwards. Or... You're talking about Heidi? No, no, no. Heidi was already there. Um, there was a girl named Murray, um, but I oh, know she, I'm looking at, yeah, she joined two races later, actually. Mm. Murray Montilla. So yeah, I, I just remembered it was a really close call. They said afterwards, I barely got in. Um, but I was in the same master group as uh, Ludwig Henry was, and I actually won that group. And uh, I remember that the guys were saying that uh, they made a good choice. So <laughs> that made me feel more confident. Because before that, I wasn't sure whether I'm not over uh, over my head into it. That uh, you know, maybe I'm not that ready for the top team. But I, actually, that wasn't the first top team that I applied for. I, I remember I applied for uh, Martini Racing as well before that, which was uh, one of the top teams at the time. Mm, yeah. But uh, I didn't. I didn't get in there. Um, yeah. Yeah, Martini had a lot of really really good managers at the time um i think tony um yeah he's um, the leader yeah, yeah. he's the leader of that and then there's a few other i can't remember the names of them to be honest but there's a there's a few the few elite elite kind of you know retainers and you know managers that were that were part of that team so there were a good few you know few good teams back in the day um obviously you had a choice and then tiger was the one for you um, obviously, you've been there ever since. <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> quite a while already. Yeah, over 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 about sixty odd seasons. So you know, apart you know, I can, <laughs> I, can, I can only think of one person who's uh, been in the team longer, and that is uh, Tian Hao uh, with Phantom Racing. He's been with Phantom since season eight, I think, or season nine, and he hasn't left at all. So um, yeah, but. Um, you know what? What what has what has made Tiger Racing so kind of, you know, you know, be the be the actual team for you to stay for such, such a long amount of time? Like, did you have not have like a, um, like did, were you not tempted to go to another team to maybe try something new or why why Tiger Racing? <laughs> um, I guess you know. I guess it's uh, quite a few factors. Will obviously most of the team members have changed over time. I was actually considering trying out a different team. Uh, when was it? Uh, sometime around season 25 or season 30, I remember, because uh, at the time, I think uh, for Tiger Racing, the team members were changing quite, quite quickly. The team was sort of um, looking for a new identity after both the Arikoskis left hmm. and uh, at the time it wasn't uh, I would say it wasn't fully clicking um, you know and uh, at the time I did consider uh, there were a few few interesting offers as well um, but um, you know 
I think there, there was a, sort of a turning point uh, some sometime around season 30 where we actually you know so some of the members changed and um, you know in, initially I would say well Tiger Racing it was really a, a sort of an all-star team combined of great uh, individual managers who obviously shared some knowledge but it wasn't that much of uh, you know fun banter and things like that it was mainly really focused uh, focused on getting great results mm. And, uh, you know, once, once some of the top managers left, um, um, I think, well, th there were some, some points, uh, some points in time and maybe the communication wasn't that great between the team, but then, then it gradually improved. And I, I guess that's, that's one of the reasons that, that kept me on. Um, we obviously, even despite the, the fact that, uh, many of the members changed and well, I'm the, I think, uh, yeah, for, I I think August is the second longest team member, and he joined when was it season twenty? I think season twenty twenty two. Twenty two yes. season twenty two. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So, lost my thought a bit. Uh, I, what I wanted to say was that uh, you know, but basically, well, the communication improved. Uh, we were we obviously still had the. Uh, plenty of top managers uh, involved in the team. We were always still working on, you know, the, the changes that were made in the game, trying to solve them out. And hmm. that's one thing. And, you know, the other thing was that uh, at quite a few periods actually was quite, quite busy. And, um, you know, at some points I didn't have that much time to look, to look around at what's happening at other teams. And, you know, it, it was just good where I was. Hmm. And, uh, you know, the, at, at the same time, the team didn't push me too much at some times when my activity was a bit lower and uh, hmm. all, all of those factors combined worked out because, you know, actually, even even right now, um, in recent recent months, I'm, I've definitely not been the most active member of my team, hmm. but uh, so far they haven't kicked me out, so. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you you are the integral part of Tiger Racing. I mean, you are you are Mr. Tiger Racing, to be honest. I mean, you know, since, <laughs> since you know, been there since the start, been there, you know, since you know, Yari and Heidi won championships. You know, I guess won championships. You got a lot of you know championship winning you know managers that stuff churned through Tiger, and uh, obviously now you you know you're still constantly in the top ten you know, of, of the team standings, you know, you're currently second at the moment um, and, yeah. you know, scored 66 points last time. So, you know, <laughs> you know, you might even win the championship this, this season, who knows, but yeah. Like, let's see, let's see. <laughs> but your team has always been up there and always been, you know, just challenging. Um, yeah. Just, just for, just for titles, to be honest. Uh, but my, my question to you guys, um, especially with Tiger um, is, Obviously, you've seen a lot of teams like, um, like you know, Nivellari that I'm based in. Um, you've got the um, the Phantom Racing family as well. There's a lot of like team, like family teams, like Supernova uh, back in the day. Um, why hasn't Tiger approached this sort of philosophy? Like, did, did you guys not feel that like having like a second team would be beneficial or? I think it uh, it was brought up a couple of times. Um, mm. 
both both at the helm of uh, or early early parts around season 16 18 i think it was brought up and then sometime later on but uh, um we were always discussing that um, you know having a family would mean switching over to an external forum we're, we're actually using the one that we have in gpro and uh, you know they're obviously that it would be would be the matter of uh, having efficient uh, communication between both teams, and uh, we always somehow we en ended up with uh, the conclusion that it, you know, it it, it would per perhaps that uh, you know it, it could be challenging. It might not work out, and uh, let's just stick it stick with what we have. Um, that basically we're still a team with great managers and. Uh, Hopefully, we'll manage to also still, uh, you know, stay at the top even without uh, without an additional team. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I do see the I do see the argument for both sides. Like having a family obviously gives you more members, more heads to you know crack down and you know figure out a lot of a lot more stuff maybe more quickly. But yeah, having that one core team, like you said. Um, just, 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 it just makes the team a lot better, you know, because only, 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 only 10 people uh, at a time managing to, to, to do things that, you know, even 20 or 30 managers might not be able to do. And I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of arguments between both sides. And uh, obviously I've, I've all, I have always been against family teams just because I, I, I never saw the point of having multiple teams racing under one name. But after joining Nuvolari, you've I've managed to kind of look at the other side of things and managed to see kind of how um, not only beneficial it is, but for the racing side of it, but also just the kind of the actual um, interaction between members and kind of just having that sort of quote unquote family and mm -hmm. um, having a lot more kind of people to talk to and you know calling people your friends and stuff like that. It's just. I don't know. It, 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 it works out both ways. Some teams might not like it. Some teams might like it, and uh, mm. yeah, can't really, uh, can't really, can't really argue against the people who do it, and you can't argue against the people who don't do it. It's... Yeah, I think there definitely are, are some benefits of uh, having a family of teams. Mm. How many members do you actually have right now in your family? So we have, are... so we have two main teams, and then we've got, uh, we've got three like semi in like semi important teams that just they they are still part of the nouveau family but they just casually race and if they don't race then that's fine and stuff like that so we we have two main teams that purposely race you know full time and then we have another few teams that just race just for fun <laughs> <laughs> so they're still part of the family but they don't really they don't really like do it as serious as the other two mm. so um but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I kind of, yeah, kind of don't mind it that way to be honest, because you know, you still have the, you still have the people that pushed earlier in the career, and obviously, you know, would love to still be part of the team, but they race in a sort of a more carefree team where they, they're not being yeah. pushed and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, it's good. <laughs> mm -hmm. well, um, yeah, I think, I think, I think at some point they actually had the sort of a similar. Uh idea to have a sort of second team where some of our semi-retired managers would go to but mm. uh, that one also didn't didn't realize at least that's not this far um 
let's see where we'll go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, there's, there's, there, there must be plenty of ex-Tiger racers that, you know, that would love to just create a separate team just to, you know, have fun and just talk and just, you know, chill and chat and, you know, race if they mm-hmm. want to. But um, let's, let's, get, let's get back to you, Atis, because obviously you're one of the few managers who have won multiple races in Elite, but has never actually won an Elite Championship. Um, <laughs> obviously, you've been you've, you've been runner up, a, a, you know, a few times. Um, you know, closely being beat by other managers. So, why has that push to to win a championship been really hard for you, or has it just been unlucky? Like you've just been unlucky in a couple of races or anything like that. Like, kind of, what's the? I mean, um. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, at least for one of the seasons, it was definitely a bit of a lack of luck. Um, but um, I think I had the two two second places. When, when was it? Season mid thirties or mid forties? There were so many of them. I don't even remember. Yeah, you. Um, um, I think you have four runner-up spots. So you're season thirty-two and thirty-three. Since, yeah, yeah, season 32, season 33, I think it was season 32, that that definitely should have been my season, and I was really a bit unlucky in some of the races, and, hmm. um, you know, I, I really felt that I should have won that one. Um, I At least now, I, I don't remember any particular mistakes I did back then, I think it was really a couple of times that I, I just somehow made some, some wrong choices, didn't end up on the lucky end, and... Uh, you know, I was beaten by Toygan, even though he was on bad years and I was on bridge rocks. Uh, but <laughs> still, I got five five wins that season. And um, yeah, I think that that should have been mine. Uh, the season afterwards, I remember I, I actually didn't have that much of a chance. I, I ended up second, but um, I think it was against Leandro. Or, um... It was Leandro. He was like, he was 40, 40 plus points ahead. <laughs> he was pretty far ahead, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember that. Um, you know, at the start of the season, it sort of seemed like I could, I, I could still challenge him, but uh, somehow during the season, I, I just saw that I don't have the same pace. I can't really match him. So, mm. um, I think I didn't really had a, had a chance back then. I guess um, it, it was probably a combination of factors. Well, just uh, I didn't have the such a strong package as he did probably he was still building it up while while I was fighting uh, for, for the title in the previous season hmm. um, but yeah yeah those were definitely the best chances and you know at the, at the time I thought all, all right um, I fail, failed on these occasions I'll definitely get it a few seasons later but uh, it's been uh, what more than 30 35 additional seasons and uh, I still haven't won the title. I had uh, I had a decent chance. When was it? Season 60? Oh, wait, we're already at season 80. Damn. I thought we were around <laughs> 70. Oh. We're season 82 now, yeah. 82, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you're well, close. Yeah, you're close season 60, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I remember season 60, but... um. I think, you know, at that time, well, one one bit was maybe I, I didn't spend maybe enough time for, for planning out all of the details. I was, um, it, it, at the time, it wasn't like my 
my top level of activity and I actually did have a decent chance. I remember I was a bit unlucky in the second part of the season. Um, there was a race where I got pole position and uh, I got start accident with uh, actually quite a low starting risk. So I, I was out of the race and later I saw that, um, you know, I was in pole position and I was actually on a fewer stop strategy than the guys winning the race. So that was really a good uh, good moment when I could have turned turned my challenge a bit around. And mm. I think I, I won, oh, I, I guess I'm looking now, I didn't win the race afterwards, but... You know, if I would have won that race, um, it would definitely have been much closer because uh, after race 15, I, 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 could, I saw that I could no longer win the title, so I changed my driver. And um, if I wouldn't have, I think I still would have gathered some good points in the final two races and it could have been close with Polo. And it was for most of, uh, most of the season. But at the same time, you know, we, I, I quite got quite lucky to get the driver really for that season because I just promoted and uh, the driver was really, was really good, was on the market available. And um, because uh, at the time I remember I was promoting and I thought, well, I don't have really a plan. I'm not sure what will I do. And then, then there was this great driver available. So I just, uh, it was, it was really just, you know, on one hand, I was a bit unlucky with those races, but on the other hand, uh, I actually got lucky that I could even get in the position to actually fight for some race wins. Mm. So I would say that, you know, in the end, it was it was a reasonable season. Yeah, I didn't get it, but uh, in overall, I was I was happy with the results I got that season. And yeah, I guess I guess it's that I had my last elite win back then, so it's been already more than twenty seasons again already. Mm. But you, you are you are you are slowly getting back up. Obviously, you've just uh, you know promoted from amateur to pro. I think was it last season or was it the season before? Uh, that you probably um, the amateur. season before last last season I spent in pro, and this season I plan to promote uh, to master. Mm. And well, yeah, the plan is to get back to elite in three season time. Let's see how it will work out, but um, <laughs> at least I'm planning that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if we talk, if we talk about like people, people in elite, like if you, if you give us like a top forty list of elite managers, you know, your name will always be kind of up there, even though you haven't been elite um, from what I can see that that long in your like seventy five plus seasons in the game. W- just, just by the amount of like, the amount of times you won uh, races in the in elite and kind of you know how you managed to kind of still be up there um, you know fighting for championships um, during your championship race um, when like championship runs at the time um, yeah it just it just it's 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 just um, yeah like your your name is kind of a staple whenever we talk about elite um, well. What I wanted to ask um, was, obviously, in season sixty, that was when driver energy first became a thing in in the race. I think I think it was like season fifty eight or fifty seven. That's when it yeah, was introduced. Yeah. How how much did driver energy affect you during that season sixty run? Um, did it did that actually benefit you, or did it like did did it help you in any other way? Um, I would say it actually. Probably did benefit me because um, my driver was actually a bit, uh, um, how to say, um, 
more energy conservative so basically he he didn't spend as much energy with the same risks as, as other drivers did and there were quite a few races where uh, where i could run higher risks just because my driver was able to um so i think i I think it more or less helped me because I I think I was still you know at the time uh, uh, I did we we basically I didn't have a full full grasp of uh, you know which which tracks have what energy consumption levels and so on um, so maybe I I was a bit conservative for a couple of races but I I think I didn't lose out much because of that and. Uh, I, at least I also don't remember any races where I would run out of energy quite early on. So probably I, it did benefit me. I, I benefited from it a bit. But um, yeah, that was an additional challenge. That's that's for sure. Um, but uh, that's that's you know that's that's part that's part of what what makes the game fun actually. Since after. Uh, after playing for that long, uh, if there wouldn't be any changes, it would probably get a bit too repetitive. Um, mm. So, yeah, um, I, no, I agree with that. Yeah, the, the, the changes definitely help. Obviously, when when driver energy is cracked, you know, and more and more people know more about it, you know, I, I really hope that you know Vlad has another has another you know trick up its sleeve and implement something else something different um if you were you know uh, let's 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 say Vlad gives you the the, the free reign of gpro and lets you um implement a completely separate thing to gpro what i what thing would you want to put in like what's your most ideal idea for this mm -hmm. Um, I haven't given it much of a thought, to be honest. Um, you know, one hand, on one hand, at, at some points, I I was thinking that maybe since uh, you know more and more people are figuring out uh, how most of the things work, that uh, maybe at some point uh, a sort of uh, a, a, a fresh start could help if uh, some of the formulas got adjusted midway and you know we we, got, we basically would, would get an, an early indicator that you know after some three seasons um those these and these things will start working differently and then you know just just to adjust something so that uh, people would have to find them out uh, again um, which which would probably be a challenge because um of course, we have had still quite a few implementations like um, the the car car characteristic matching, the PHA matching, and uh, some some additional bits. Now, what was the last one? Was this uh, um, dirty side and clean side of the starting mm -hmm. lines, um, which at least I actually haven't gotten gotten to in investigate it in more details. Um, but you know you know one one thing is that um is a bit of a concern for me is you know not not to keep adding uh, to at least from my perspective i believe that it wouldn't be good to add uh, too many aspects which uh, would actually partially depend on luck um, since you know we've gotten more and more of them for example with this starting grid starting place 
well, okay, sometimes you can plan uh, from which way, which place will you will start. If, for example, there are some two two clear top runners who always qualify in top two positions, then it could be possible to plan it. But um, otherwise, it's usually you know still a bit of a luck on which which side you will end up in. Mm. And uh, same with tire tires, like you you can you don't know what uh, what temperature you will have for the season and. I think you know it would be best not to add something that would involve uh, these um, sort of randomness lock factors because I believe we already have maybe even bit bit too much of them. It would definitely wouldn't be fun without them. But um, you know, I think there, there's we shouldn't add much on top of that. At least that's my opinion. So. Yeah. Either, either changing something the way how it's from, from the way how it's currently working that that would be one of my choices or, or maybe to come up with something that doesn't involve that much of a luck factor but uh, um, yeah something something else but I I, I honestly haven't uh, haven't given it thought too much. Um, <laughs> No, that's yeah. I, 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 I kind I kind of I kind of brought that question on you pretty pretty quickly. So, uh, but um, no, I I I kind of yeah, I kind of agree with you in a way uh, to not have any kind of more luck based um, stuff you know added onto it. You know, like you said, there's kind of a lot of different you know stuff that was based on luck anyway. Like you know, we got randoms and. Um, you know, so oh, yeah. things <laughs> that you just can't. You just you just you just can't. There's no control over, and then like I said, tire supplies because obviously you don't know, you know, the red, the average temperature, the average kind of, you know, weather for the for, mm. for seventeen races. So yeah, I mean, yeah, just add something that doesn't require luck, you know, that'd be good. <laughs> That's a hundred percent, you know, structured. That'd be nice. Um, yeah, and the, well, you know, and the other other thing is that we have more and more managers who actually know how how things work like m most of the things so the top levels uh, you know more at least okay for for elite it is probably a bit different but at least in master i think probably most of the guys are already more or less on the same level so um you know bringing bringing some new challenges would would probably could make it a bit more fun actually well it could work both ways because some of some of the guys probably who couldn't figure it out that quickly could could get demotivated and quit. But uh, I think uh, you know now that uh, those those managers who have stayed in the game for this long probably actually prefer to have a good challenge. Um, mm. So I think probably it would be a minority. So that that's why you know this this idea to actually change change many many of the existing. Uh, formulas and uh, relations how, how how various things affect your your pace um, that's that's why i would say that that might be something worth considering but probably it would still need more uh, more deeper analysis it's just something from the top of my head <laughs> nice 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 that's fair enough um uh, we've basically we've we've run TPRO dry at the moment. So let's just talk let's talk something else. Let's talk about your hobbies, you know, and then kind of your real life hobbies. So what what do you enjoy doing outside of GPRO and your work? Like what 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 do you like to do in your spare time? 
Um, well, like I said at the beginning, I actually don't have that much spare time for most of the year. Um, when I do, which is usually during summertime, well, obviously, I, I, my number one priority is to visit uh, a warm country and just relax at the beach, uh, mm. just go for a swim and, you know, just sunbath, uh, read a good book and things like that at least for a week that usually works for me to to recharge actually after uh, after a long winter um apart from that you know well, I, I i do prefer uh, to 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 do regular uh, to go for regular run uh, every now and then um back before covid i also like to go to the gym um now <laughs> now it's been um yeah, more than a year um, since since the gyms are closed. I think they did open for a moment here, but actually didn't go there. Hmm. Um, you know, uh, basically, I sometimes read some books, uh, mainly mainly some. Actually, I would prefer some. I would say the science fiction genre, um, but uh, plenty plenty of uh, other genres as well. Um, Jeff. Well, you know, obviously playing some video games every now and then, mm-hmm. that's that's a bit of a hobby. As I said, well, I prefer the strategy genre, but, um, you know, just for, for a quick fun, almost anything works. But I'm, I'm not a really dedicated gamer, and um, I would say I'm not up with the, uh, up, up the trend with the most, uh, most recent games that have been coming out. Um, quite, quite frequently, I just play something that could be 10, 15, 20 years old, uh, mm. just, just for fun. Yeah, um, I guess, I guess, uh, you know, nothing, nothing that, that particularly, particularly specific. Um, I think you, you would hear hobbies like these from many people. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah but um yeah a key challenge for me is actually that uh, i have to work quite a lot for for most of the year so then uh, then then there's not that much time so basically then uh, if if we exclude summer period then it's just mainly going for a run every now and then and uh, yeah basically if if the weather outside is decent, then obviously I prefer to spend some some time outside as well, since uh, mostly I'm working inside and at the computer. Hmm. And well, yeah, obviously GPR also takes uh, takes up some time. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so obviously, if you, if you look at the average person, then uh, spending. Uh, some hours every week on a, on a manager game probably isn't on their list. Um, so that's that's something that also eats eats up a bit of time. Mm. Well, obviously, yeah. yeah. Obviously, you said you're um, a big fan of Formula One as well. So oh yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, I didn't didn't mention that one. Yeah, I think I haven't missed a race uh, since uh, 1995 or something like that. Well, oh wow, geez, okay. I, I, I think so. Um, I don't remember. I don't, you know, I, I was still a kid back then. I remember that I was watching it. Well, obviously, I don't remember all of the races, but I believe I watched all, all of them since since back then. But um, mm. might, might be mistaken about uh, 
1995-1997-8 season. Maybe I missed the race somewhere there, but I've, uh, at least uh, since then I've, I've definitely watched all the races. Mm. Well, um, in the recent years, obviously, there have been a few, few more boring ones. So um, I actually, you know, we um, here in Latvia, we don't have a Formula One on uh, on our regular TV channels. So it's basically uh, if I would want to watch it live, I would have to pay additionally to get the channel. Uh, well, well, but basically it's 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 not included in the base packages of I think most of the TV service providers. So um, I usually watch uh, replays of the race that um, a, bit, a bit later after the race has concluded. And you know, well, there there are there have been a few ones where I sort of. Uh, quick forward at some bits where I see that it's it's not really going to be fun. Um, but uh, yeah, but this season has been better so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, but this, this season is definitely more interesting um, than the last couple of seasons. Um, yeah, but um, what, what has been your favourite Formula 1 season uh, from all the ones you watched? Um, you know, I, I would say... 2003 comes to my mind uh, because back then there were uh, um, three teams that were really fighting for the title. We, you know, all of the legendary teams, Ferrari, Williams, McLaren, and I remember also Renault with the Alonso were quite strong. So it was really an open season where um, it was hard to predict who would win each race, and uh, there were really well. I think for most of the season, there were probably four drivers fighting for the title. Then Ralph Schumacher fell off a bit, uh, a bit in the standings. So it was still between three of them. And I, I would say that that's probably, that was quite a good one. Uh, we had, we had, I, you know, I think 2012 was quite fun as well, and um, some seasons near near that one because the, then we also had many teams winning races and the field was quite even. Yeah. But still, I, I, I probably say that uh, 2003 would be my first pick. Hmm. Wasn't 2012 the one where there was seven different winners in the first seven yeah. races? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we never knew who <laughs> we never knew who was going to be. Winning it, and obviously, uh, Vettel won that one quite comfortably yeah. in the end. So, um, well, it was it wasn't that comfortable. It was still down to the last race. <laughs> well, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 you're right. You're right. They had to come. Was it twenty twelve? Also, the year when they introduced double points, or was this something? Was it twenty fourteen? Mm. I think it was twenty. 14 because it was uh, Hamilton against Rosberg when it was introduced. Yeah, yeah I think that was, that was that was a very weird rule change. I have no idea why that happened. <laughs> and did they rework it the year after or was was Yeah, it I think still... I think it was I think it was for two seasons and then they just stopped oh, for two doing seasons. that. Yeah, they just gave up. <laughs> they were like, no, no more after that. It's the most, point, <laughs> most pointless rule in the world. But um but yeah, yeah, it was quite weird. <laughs> Um, funny you mentioned twenty. Funny you mentioned twenty twelve Formula One season because obviously just a year before that, uh, for those who don't know, um, GPRO had a the official GPRO meeting in Latvia, 
and that's where me and you met for the first time. <laughs> was on a Saturday during a during a lovely. Um, so we we met we met in the morning, um, in 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 Old Town. I can't remember where we met, but we, it was it was some it was some sort of pub, and then we took the uh, we took a bus to the carting. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, you you guys all had casting then. I still had my neck injury back in the time, so I couldn't race. But um, yeah, H- how did you find the meeting? How did you find the TPRA meeting in 2011? Um, it was definitely a fun meeting, uh, meeting managers from that many different countries and actually to see, 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 you know, everyone's face and not, not just uh, having a, uh, exchanging messages over the internet, so I, I would say it was definitely, definitely a great experience. And damn, it's, it's crazy actually how how long ago it was. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's almost ten years now. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, really, it was, it was it was great. Also, you know, to see see all the personalities. Uh, you know, you you got one one. Per perception from from the forum posts, for example, that you read from the person, and uh, in real life, you, sometimes you get a fully different impression. So mm. it was definitely great to see see all of all of the guys and uh, some of the girls as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, definitely. Uh, you know. Yeah. We were planning, but basically there were plans to have a meeting in Barcelona. I was actually hoping to go there. Um, let's see whether. Uh, Obviously, it didn't work out last year. Hopefully, it will work out this year. Yeah, it's end, end of October this year. Um, I've already got my tickets booked. So, yeah, it, it didn't cost that much for me to book them. So, you know, book them, book them first. And then if it gets cancelled again, then so be it. But, yeah, I mean, obviously, that was also um, the time where we met uh, your former team leader, <laughs> Layla slash Danex and whatever. Did you manage to speak to both of them? Actually, no. I I wasn't there for the first day, and I think they didn't come for any of the following days, so I didn't manage to speak to them. Um, hmm. Yeah, that was a, a lost opportunity. <laughs> yeah, because they came, I think, after our karting. I think we came back from karting, and they met us in the afternoon, or did they come... They didn't come to karting with us, though, did they? They didn't because I went to the kart karting. Um, but um, did I miss that evening? Because I, I didn't see them, and uh, I remember that I missed the first day. I guess it was Friday. Um, oh no, I, it was I, Friday. Yeah, no, 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 no. They, they, they were there for Friday. I, I completely forgot it was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday that we both that we all met. Yeah, we flew. We flew over Thursday evening. Yeah, so it must have been a Friday that mm-hmm. we've seen them. Yeah, oh, but that was that was a very interesting, uh, interesting period of time. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, in episode twenty, like a couple of episodes yeah, from this, we will speak more about that controversy, and then there's a load of other, load of other controversies in GPR that we will talk about then, but. Um, <laughs> You know, would you? Yeah, like like you said, you you would you would attend another GPR meeting. Any 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 words for the people who haven't been to a GPR meeting? Like, what would you you know? Would you advise them to go? Like, would you want to kind of definitely? <laughs> like like you know, yeah. It's 
you know, it's uh, I would say it's a great pleasure, really. You know, to see to see the managers who you're playing the game with, and obviously, well, since since we're all interested in the game, we have uh, we have quite a few things in common. So obviously, it's it's fun to have also discussions with everyone, and uh, mm. definitely, it's a great chance to meet a great bunch of people. So <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. So if you do For find. Sure. <laughs> If you do find the time for, for sure, join us in the Chief Prior meeting, man. It's 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 just absolute fun seeing everybody. Absolutely. Yeah, just having a laugh, just having a drink, eating and you know, racing and the karting and yeah, it's just absolute yeah. to do it. Yeah, um, the racing was really fun as well, yeah. Yeah, because that, that track was pretty that I think that was that was probably one of the better tracks that I've seen um for a Chief Prior <laughs> meeting, yeah. It was a great track. Actually, it was closed for a few years, and uh, it was reopened just just recently, I think, because there were, uh, I think there were quite a few issues there. One one was that actually some people living nearby were complaining about uh, it being too loud, and uh, there was basically plenty of legal issues there. But oh. the track was really great. Yeah, the track was good. I loved the track. Like. Um... We had a we had kind of a high we kind of had a high vantage point where we recorded everybody, and then obviously had his own designated pit lane and yeah it just it, mm-hmm. just, it just looked really good and looked really really like a proper karting track. Yeah, but, uh, and I, I was one of the few, if not the only one, who actually crashed a bit out of uh, of the race. I remember I was go I was using the cart. Uh, um john beagles had used it for the first race and he said that the brakes aren't working and the guy guy from the track tried it out and said no it's working fine and then they gave it for me for the next race and i remember uh, you know we completed the first lap everything seemed fine and then uh, they start finish straight you know i i, I tried to break at the point when usually i did yeah. Before, you know, with the previous cards, and you know, nothing happens, it wasn't stopping at all. So, you so t- I remember I crashed out at the end of first lap, but at least I could continue afterwards. Uh, yeah. I didn't, didn't break anything, so that was good. But um, I remember that after that, I, I had to start breaking, I don't know, 50 meters earlier than I did with the other card. Um, yeah, so, wow. But I, I remember there was one of the videos that uh, actually had my crash on it. Uh, yeah, Steph, I, I Stefan might have it. Stefan might have the footage still, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where well, those Latvia videos have gone now. There's so many that we had, and uh, mm. yeah, seems to have, seems to have disappeared from the internet. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, now nah, it's it's been it's been fun talking to you, Atis. You know, it's been such so such a long time since we both met. We were gonna do it's a crazy, yeah. we were gonna do a forum interview, but. You know, once I've started the podcast, it's only it's only fair that <laughs> I invite you to uh, to be part of this. Any final words for anyone watching? Um, well, you know, let's let's hope we'll meet in one of the GPRO meetings in person. <laughs> yes, basically to everyone. Um, so yeah, hopefully Barcelona works out for this year. I That'd guess. be wonderful. That'll be good. Yeah, but um, no, it's been it's, it's been it's it's been so fun talking to you, Atis, and I hope you enjoyed yeah, the time on the podcast. Thanks, thanks for inviting me. You know, I remember in one of the first messages I I, I wrote to you that you know why why do you even approach me? I'm just uh, you know somewhere in the middle of the game, but um, still 
it was great great to talk to you hey, and thanks, you, thanks really for inviting me you've been an integral part of gpro and i'm pretty sure a lot of people will want to listen to to what you have and your story and kind of how you found the game so it's been just yeah i'm, I'm just happy that i'll be able to I've been the person to ask you questions and uh, record them for you. But no, thank you very much, Atis. I really do appreciate the time. And uh, yeah, thank, thank you, you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, I'll have a special guest next for my next episode. So until then, see you guys next time. Goodbye. Thank you.